Diary of the Suburban Hood Moms. Real talk with real sisters. I'm Nikki. I'm Andrea. And this is episode My Mama Said. Sponsored by Victus Equities, helping people build wealth and retirement through real estate. Today is Tuesday, July 21st. 2020. If you're not already following Suburban Hood Moms on Instagram or Facebook, head over and do it now. Or Twitter. Fuck, I did it again. <laughs> or Twitter at Diary Moms. <laughs> you get access to sneak peek peeks on what's to come, <laughs> bloopers, upcoming giveaways, and the, the Hoodlopedia. So let me tell you, oh. when you hit the record button, I was sitting here like this, and I'm like, oh shit, I have things I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Did you see me like kind of turn my paper? No, because like, the minute we got to the date, after we just went over, every time, every time that we're about to press record, Nikki says to me, what's the date? Sometimes I wing it. It's a 50-50. <laughs> One time I said, it's Tuesday, Friday. <laughs> and she wasn't hitting the sauce. No, no, no sauce. No sauce. I have not had anything to She. It makes, you it makes like me it. sound like I drink daily <laughs> and I don't. I had a glass of wine last night and I had a glass of wine the night before last. On the night before that? Nope. You said the last few nights the other day. Okay, maybe three nights in a row. That's it. That's it. In like forever. I'm not judging you. Why do you feel so guilty? <laughs> so when it comes time to say the date, I was like, oh, I got performance anxiety. And I just kind of looked at you in my eyes like, today is. <laughs> Let's play Mad Lips. <gasps> Tuesday. Sheesh. Okay. Oy. There's this episode plus one more left. For the month of July. And then we're done with the Chisme board. This is a legitimate competition now. Hmm. It is a crowded running. The running is... <laughs> oh my gosh. What was that? The running, the running. We're all running. I picture... Alice in Wonderland and all those different animals are running around and dry off. I'm trying to. They're running for the cheese I'm trying, I'm trying to, to get my words out. It's not working so good right now. Mm-mm. Oh, it's, what, what's the phrase though? It's, it's, a, it's the field, the crowded field. Oh. That was a There's lot. the phrase, you're in the running, and then it's That's a crowded field. I just fuck up the phrases and then we figure them out later oh. on. <laughs> no. So, couple cheese map board rules. One, must be 18 years or older to participate. Two, living within the continental United States. Lo siento Hawaii, lo siento Alaska. Must share and tag at Suburban Hood Moms in your Instagram or Facebook feed or stories or share us on Twitter at Diary Moms. Multiple entries will be accepted. We're doing the sex talk already. Winner will be announced on August 7th, 2020. Um, and then that's it. We have been at this for over a month. Yeah. That's 
That's the longest relationship right there. Aside from Zach. Aside from This Zach. is like long-term commitment. So we thank you for um, hanging in there we with us. We thank some of you. Some of you. Nikki's got <clears throat> a few public enemies, one in particular. Yeah. But um, pretty soon we're entering into back-to-school season. We're not pretty soon entering. Like, it's coming. It's it's huh. like, huh. <laughs> it's here. We're on the cusp. On the cusp. That's okay to say cusp. I just said it. I know. I'm just letting you know. Good job. You did the right thing. I'm going to give you on the cusp. But once we're in, <laughs> once we're we're full-fledged back into school, all the stories that are like, going to come. Actually, the date that we announced the Chisme board, I tried mm-hmm. not to look away. I almost looked away. Yeah, good job. mad at me. Yeah. Um, we'll, already we'll already be back. Be back in school. You know, um... I'm not happy that normally I'm happy. Like back to school's coming. I remember last year when my daughter, she was the last of my kids to start school and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, aren't you just so sad? Hell no. I was like, throw a party. Mommy. Oh, that's right. You were sad. I guess that. Anyway. Um, this year, however, I'm very happy that we're going to be home. Because um, I'm already getting those, you, you know, you guys know that one of my things that get on my nerves are parents that are, they're just incessantly on the Facebook pages. Like I was showing Nikki some of them today, mm-hmm. right? Post, 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 post. They're going to link this article and link that article. Like the school administration's really reading the Facebook going, hey, I think that's a fantastic idea. So bring her on the payroll. Thanks, Sally. No. So the fact that I don't have to actually go and deal with those types of parents, it makes me very happy. Well, and then on that note, like, it just helps us contribute to our hermitism. <laughs> We're very happy <laughs> to stay locked away from the world. The only ones that really enter into the outside world. Nikki, Zach, Dave, and that's it. And I mean, our sister-in-law barely once a week, once a week, I think everyone else is working from home or home home. And I only venture out like two to three days a week max for a few hours. Yeah. And then I like come home and like, it's like Silkwood. It's uh, like uh, the monkey movie. Outbreak. Outbreak. Yeah, before that, it was a movie with Cher and Meryl Streep called Silkwood. I'm not that old. I'm just telling you. <laughs> and and when you get, you know, like Nikki goes through the whole decontamination process. No one hugs her. None of the kids say hello when she comes home to the co-op. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. I got home from work and I showered. Dave was when home. When she says home, this she got home. to my house. This is our home. And I was going to go do dishes, and I'm like, this is a good co-op. And I love how Dave, fucking, fucking Dave. Dave, he just, like, puts his head down. He doesn't even respond you to the why? co-op nonsense. Because he didn't have to do the dishes. I did them. I did the first round of dishes I from know, last night. But it's all part of mental warfare. It is. Um. So... Nikki and I were talking about it, and, you know, it looks very different. So for Nikki's school, for my niece's school, they already have a school supply list. We start either on the same well, day. 
I think we're like a day apart. Okay, maybe. that you are looking away and walking no, away. No, I kept my face over Mother, here. Mother, can't you just put your pinch of coffee here? No, because this table's too wild. Remember, we tried the coffee cups there, wow. and then we almost had a coffee cup disaster. Mm. Andrea's very on edge <gasps> today. Why don't you just hold the coffee cup? Because it's hot, <laughs> and then I get hot. I fucking hate her no. so much. You know, I don't say such mean things about you on the podcast. Oh, someone's here. <laughs> I was like, who is it? Who is that? Who's there? The Kraken. The Kraken? murky down there oh it's not the kraken's always fresh and he sounds like the kraken sounds like what a doll made a candle imagine what this candle could make <laughs> back to back to school anyways we like our hermit life we, we get like we don't go anywhere like costco gets delivered yes uh anything, get delivered. anything that can get delivered gets delivered i mean nikki just got socks delivered i just ordered socks i needed new socks for work and I ordered socks. And that's a big deal. Because I don't buy my undergarments very often. No, I don't either. I can't justify the cost. I know. Which is funny. Because Zach's like, I need underwear. And he'll go to get one pack. I'm like, no. Get, get two. two. And Tony yes. needs underwear. Get a couple. Yes. They both need socks. Sure. Yes. You need work shoes. Sure. Yes. I don't do it for myself. I have bras that look like the slingshots. From like the pilgrim days. I have bras older than your children. <laughs> yes, no, I, I did. Don't. I don't because the once the underwire starts poking me on the side, we'll I can't see. Handle that. Eventually, probably like three months into a bra, the underwires come out on these big ones, and <laughs> so you take one out, you take both out, but the seam around it is so thick that it's still. What were we talking cold. about? Was it you? You said that when there's the plastic underwire oh. that you squeak. And I had no idea what that was. Because I have metal workers that built <laughs> built the Statue of Liberty are the same metal workers that do the underwires for my bras. Yeah. So what is it? That's horrible that we will not spend money on. I mean, I have girlfriends. They spend some money. I know. My work wife, I told you this. Yeah, but she doesn't have kids and she's not married. I know, but still. I'm talking about. She loves her bras and yes, her undies. Yes, of course. And before I had kids, guess what? I love bras and undies. You know what? That's true. Yeah, I know. Now, now that I'm thinking like, motherfuckers. Because I have friends with kids and they've got like an array. But they just might not have the spending guilt. I, don't, I have serious like I'm like I want to buy three bras and it's like a hundred and fifty dollars. I know. And if I buy a bra, it's like a hundred to a hundred and fifty. That's crazy. So I had to do the after holiday clearance because when like depending on the size of your bra, you're either gonna look like you're wearing a tank top, straight jacket, or you look like you just got out of like. Like breast reduction or breast yes. surgery, and you're all bandaged. Yes, up. I'm just missing the pump. Yeah, fuck. Um, I just ended up going to Target and spending $17.99 on a bra. I can't find bras at Target. For real? Yeah. Nikki has huge <laughs> jugs. 
They're so big. So it's hard to find bras that are cute. I could find wow. a bra if I want to look like grandma. I mean, at least you have an excuse for being cheap then. My bras, for three cheap bras, I can't even handle that. I'm like, no, can't do it. No. So when I find it, but Zach was tired of seeing my raggedy bra. Oh, man. Nikki had this bra. It, 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 it's very, it was like t-shirt jersey material. So it was soft, like right. a soft t-shirt material. Yes. And it was a front snap. It was a front which snap, which I guess hard is hard for big find. bazoombas. Yeah. You don't find them. No. Because ours are like, one of the girls and I were joking at work. It's like undoing a vault. Like, let me do two snaps. Take a breather. A vault. Do more. Yeah, I said vault. You said vault. I said like, vault. You said vault. Your mom's a vault. <laughs> Voltamore. <laughs> I get it. She who should not be named. Ah, even better. Um, yeah. So I guess apparently for like large-chested women, yes. Um, endowed. Yes. <laughs> um, it's harder to find like bras that snap in the front. I love bras that snap in the front. I do too. Um, but so Nikki had this bra. It snapped in the front. It was made from this comfortable material. That's and so I don't know how it came up between um, Nikki, our older sister, and myself. Because but my husband, that's your right. brother he brought it up. said, I'm going to get your sisters in on this. And I think he showed Dolores first. Or, or, he showed our other sister first. And then I don't know how it came to me. But somehow. I think she called you in on it. I don't or, know. If, I got texted a picture, but this thing had seen. It was like the tattered flag after it the Revolutionary like War. Cheese. It looked like it had been through battle, and it was just tattered you shreds. Could see the mattress pieces hanging out. It was. She wouldn't get rid of it because she said it was so comfortable. But my at that point, what is it supporting? It just covered the nipples from exposure. Then why wear one? Because I don't want my nipples being exposed. What does it matter? The material was so thin, it would pop through anyway. No, there was still a little bit of padding right there. And it was comfortable. And another big girl issue, you don't always find bras that go from regular to razorback. And that one did. And that one did too. It was like everything you could ever want in a bra. Finally, it died. I played taps. We all (laughs) rejoiced um, after that bra was gone. Because it was terrible. So anyway, I'm not looking forward to it, uh, to school starting. I'm happy that we get to stay home. Our schools are home through Labor Day. And then we will reassess. Personally, I don't see school in the United States going back, at least in Arizona. I doubt that we'll be back before fall break. And I don't think that we should. They just keep moving it back. Yeah. Because first it was moved back two weeks. Right. It was just a two-week thing. Yep. And then now it was like August something or other. Right. And now they're talking about October. Right. So. And by then, flu season's going to kick in well oh. underway. And as it is, in normal circumstances, the major issue that you have, you find, if you're not a parent, if you don't have kids, you've got people. And if you're one of these parents, shame on you. Oh, I'm being, I'm, I'm shaming, but I'm on the shaming board. I mean, I'm like the president, but anyway, I ain't saying shit. Um, people send their kids to school sick, and mm-hmm. I understand parents have to work. I send Antonia to Auntie's house when she's sick. 
Ugh. Um, I understand that parents have to work, but like you have kids at school with strep throat. Mm-hmm. And then they spend the whole day in the nurse's office, those poor babies. No, not at our at our school. They actually won't send kids home. Like at our school, if kids throw up, they have to prove that they've thrown up. So they can't like flush their throw up if it's in the toilet. Uh. They have to go and get the nurse to come and witness the vomit. Yeah. Number one. Number two, even if you're a kid and you say you have a headache, they will not call your parents. You have to have a fever. Oh, man. Yeah. They're like. Well, Antonia came home with fever like I don't know how many times last year. So. And uh, not to mention that, can you go pick her up? She threw up. And I'm in. I'm driving her the whole time going, you better not throw up, Did girl. you pick her up from one of her throws? Yes, I did. Oh, I know Mikey had to pick her up when the lights went out. <laughs> when they lost all the power on that yes, road. Yeah. So Andrea's kids' school and my daughter's school, they can throw a rock to each other. Yeah. They can actually see each other's school. It's on like the same street. They're just different schools. And um, so anyway, once the actual like flu season begins, that's already bad enough. It's not even so much that I'm worried about my kids catching COVID and what could happen to them because statistically speaking, they will be fine. However, I have Chapel living with me mm-hmm. and she has an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about her. Number two, I'm worried uh, for, I care enough about our school's faculty. I love our faculty and staff at that school. Do I think that the, that teachers should now be exposed potentially to a virus that could kill them? Because who's going to teach your child from the grave? Yeah. And a lot of teachers have a lot of underlying issues. The yes. Don't need to know about it. It's their business. No, they shouldn't have. They don't have to disclose that yeah. kind of a thing. And so I was reading this one girlfriend of mine um, who is a teacher. And she posted something about that, about how, like, isn't it enough that teachers are already throwing themselves in between bullets and your children? And now you want them to risk their lives again for a virus. And one of her own friends came back and said, I think it's just so funny how now teachers just don't seem to care at all about our kids. And I'm like, bitch, why aren't you caring about your t- your, about your kids. own kids? I mean, yeah, your Te- own teachers, kids and teachers and kids. Yeah. That entitlement kicks in. I'm hearing those parents that are like, oh, my social butterfly just doesn't know what to do with herself. She misses her friends. It's like, motherfucker, all of our kids miss their Friends. That their kid is special and their kid is different <sighs> and their kid wants the participation. I'm trophy. not even PMSing yet. They they hear too much about our menstruals. I know they're gonna follow along. They're gonna look at their calendar and go, "Oh, I know what's going on." This is gonna be an angry podcast because these bitches is bleeding. <laughs> Samuel L's there. They're gonna know. Um. So and Andrea also though has like PTSD right now. From when we watch Winchester. Oh my gosh. We are now almost at 20 days. We saw this movie on July 4th. We're at the 21st. Yeah? Yes. Okay. I still am so shooketh (laughs) from this movie that I can't, I am not enjoying my morning cup of coffee. So I wake up, I have a routine. We said this last week about your routine. Yes. But what's happening now, I should be over it, right? You would think. Well. But you keep bringing it this up. This past weekend, we got together. Nikki, my brother-in-law. I would like to say, let the record show, 
It was your idea to do this once a month. I know. Let me finish. Let me get this out because I'm so upset. I'm upset. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't get to do it. Um, we have a nephew that says that and it makes us laugh every time he says it. We just love it. Uh, anyway, so we got together this past weekend. Our our quarantine crew. Literally. Literally. Because we're all hermits. So our brother and his wife, Nikki and her husband, and then me and mine, fucking Dave. Right. And we're sitting around the table talking about the next scary oh, movie. It's your stupid brother. And so, you know, Mikey, our younger brother, he doesn't get scared very easily. Well, he told me, he said that we're wrong. He said there are things that have scared him and there's movies that scare him and he just won't watch those movies. I forgot what he told me, though, because I'm not a good listener. But he he's also the guy that falls asleep watching The Right. Yeah. That's, That's scary. Fucked up shit. Yeah. The Right is what fucked me up from watching more scary movies. And so we're talking about it, right? So Mikey's like, oh, thinking, oh, he's trying to give us suggestions. You guys should watch this movie and... We didn't just stop. This is our problem. But, yeah, because everybody has their phone. So what do we do? Oh, what what about this for exorcisms? We start I researching exorcisms, and then our brother's like, "Yeah, yeah, you know how when the when the demons are like possessing someone, and he starts rotating his head, and he starts going one, two, three, four, five, six. and I'm like, stop it! Andrew's going, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. So now. All I can see are not only the Winchester ghosts waiting for me. Now, some horrible, evil thing is crouched in the corner with a rotating head counting. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Don't, you're saying it. You in my said room, the right. But I didn't say the name. But we looked up those two. Oh, so we're looking up. We're going like, and that's our problem. We always go too far. You always go too deep. We, Never did <laughs> me. Kraken, get control of yourself. Gosh. Kraken roams the open seas. Free as can be. Kraken can From shore to the shore. The Kraken consumes the open sea. Why do you think there's no more megs in the in the in the open ocean? They didn't die with the dinosaurs. The Kraken ate them. <laughs> Oh, I hate the Kraken so, so much. we're already sitting there, and as we're talking about all these movies and coming up with titles, we're totally freaking ourselves out completely. Oh, man. So Mikey has to leave, and now it's just us four. So it's like the numbers dwindle. And Andrew brings up this show on Netflix called... No, it's Hulu. Oh, Hulu. 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 On Hulu, it's it's an old show. It's um, Sleepy Hollow. And um, I love it because I'm a history buff and I like the way that they work history into, I mean, obviously a lot of it's made up, we hope, um, but still. Abraham Lincoln, vampire killer. It's historical. <laughs> it's historical events and they tie it into like this whole thing with the occult and things like that. And so Nikki's like totally engaged. We watched two episodes and then she, it was time for her to go home. So when we watched Winchester and I went home, I was fine. I went to sleep. I wasn't worried about it. I let Andrew do all the worrying. Huh, like everything else in life. Like everything else in life. That's why I'm going to die first. <laughs> You're going to do that to yourself. And then not commit suicide. And then I'm home and I'm laying in bed and I'm saying my prayers. 
I keep like, boom, opening my eyes because I'm expecting to see the white demon from uh, Sleepy Hollow so there's staring this, at me. There's this fucked up scene where this this cop who like gave his soul to the devil and he fails the mission. So he's sitting in jail now and the cell door opens and you see this guy's neck bend all the way back, right? Well, when this chick cop comes walking into the jail cell, she looks in the mirror and she sees something like in the distance in the mirror and this white horned demon does this fucked up like advance at the mirror and then the mirror cracks and they show him a couple more times throughout the two episodes and so then that's all i did i pray a little bit my eyes but boom open my eyes because if i catch him i'm off guard or some shit i don't know (laughs) maybe i'll pray the hail mary in latin or some shit so so we then we start telling all these stories (laughs) and the whole time there's a reason why Dave takes off and goes and sits somewhere else. Because he wants Because no he hates us? Heart. Yeah. Well, duh. Yeah. He and, hates us. And now, I'm not only afraid, but I'm going to be stuck afraid awake alone. Because he falls asleep in seconds. And now you're the last one up. I'm the last one up. Which... Which, <laughs> I'm already afraid to fall asleep with my hand hanging over the side of the bed thanks to our mother. So, <laughs> so we start talking about like other things because I'm telling Nikki like I'm the last one awake and now it comes up shit that we were told since we were little. So before we get into the crazy ass shit we were told when we right. were little from right. my mama said, there's things that like kind of everybody heard growing up. So like, you know, you've heard don't walk barefoot because you'll get sick or dry your hair so you don't catch a cold, which we debunked that colds come from viruses, not wet hair. Um, or Andrea's heard, don't walk barefoot because you'll get arthritis. My father-in-law. Yeah. It's bad for your knees. Don't walk around barefoot. So those are like some of the regular thing. Like, you know, always wear clean underwear. So you're not like, what if you get an accident? Our dad's favorite. Work smarter, not harder. Do it right the first time. So, so many people have heard these from their parents. Of course. Normal parents. Normal parents. But we were raised. By Chapo and Bob. Chapo and Bob. And they had extra ones. So... Everything, um, not everything, but the majority of the sayings that we were told revolve around two things. Number one, fear. To make you afraid to misbehave. And the second one, sex. Because I think our parents' greatest fear was that we get knocked, not the boys so much. Yeah. The girls, to make sure that we don't get knocked up, like out of wedlock or something. Right? Because God forbid, right? Rizzo got scared in Greece that she was knocked up. <laughs> she really did. And she wasn't. She wasn't knocked up. No. Yeah. She went through all that. All that drama. And you would think Rizzo would have known better before Maybe they she didn't opened have her mouth. sex ed back then. Maybe they just didn't have accurate testing. Maybe they used those sheepskin condoms. They couldn't pee on the stick. Which I don't understand sheepskin maybe condoms. They pee- maybe they double bagged it, which oh, I've done. Yeah. Which is bad. That's so stupid. Maybe she heard. <laughs> he put the soda you even heard that what like it was something like um you like uh not club soda what's the other one that's fizzy like that tonic like tonic you shake it up and like they put it there so it like it, they thought up the kraken yeah and they thought that it would like fizzle and kill the sperm or something don't look away i heard a sound 
Who cares? I just have to say one. The sun is up. I'm not scared. I just heard it sound. It was a natural reaction, motherfucker. I hate Nikki. Um, we're talking about Rizzo from Greece, by the way. In case you're like, who are they talking about? Who is this woman they put on blast? The very first episode, we warned you guys that we go off in tangents all the time. And it's a tangible day. This is one. It's a ta- I'm having tangible a, day. I'm having a day, friends. I'm having <laughs> everybody's friends. Group therapy. I'm having a day. I can't even. I can't even. But that's terrible. The shit that women go through. I know. Putting I know. tonic up the hoo-ha? Yeah. Oh, Dios. Poor Kraken. <laughs> Not my Kraken. Not your Kraken, but now it's just a general Kraken. General Kraken. I call mine a cupcake. The Krakens of the world. Of course you do. But I took that from a, a girl at Disneyland. She called hers a cupcake? Yes. I'm going to tell this story really quickly. How appropriate for Disneyland. I'm in line. Dave, myself, and I, at the time we just had the two boys, and they were like four and and two, so I was probably pregnant. You're always pregnant. I only had three kids. Um, three dozen. And so it's this young girl, probably in her twenties, like early twenties, and she's standing with her friends, and she's talking about her vagina, but she referred to it as a cupcake. And I'm listening to this conversation, and I I step forward and I went, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Creepy older lady. I don't mean to interrupt you guys. And I promise I wasn't trying to eavesdrop. But did you just refer to your vagina as a cupcake? And she goes, yes, I did. And I was like, oh, my God. Can I steal that from you? Because that's brilliant. And she was like, absolutely. So I refer to mine as a cupcake. That's okay. The Kraken has character. (laughs) The Kraken's deadly. So most of, and the other thing too, with like a lot of these like sex things we were told, the word sex was never freaking used. It was like we had to decode the sayings that our parents were saying. And sometimes it took years. Because we didn't know what the hell the they were Bible saying. The Bible was translated faster by hand. Uh, by and, hand. And I mean, so much of it, again, was out of, it was, it was their fear and um, and I know for a fact that they came from parents that didn't openly discuss, at least our mom's parents. Right. Sex was not discussed. No. Um, our dad's family was definitely more open, but he's a guy. And so guys are always exempt from that kind of shit, right? But now Bob stuck with three daughters. Stuck. <laughs> stuck. Not, not, not really blessed. happy. Not, he's stuck with the worry of three daughters, right? He was never embarrassed to pick up Kotex at the store. No, he was so good about that. He was definitely a dad, a girl dad. Yeah. Like, he didn't give two shits. He was like, what are they going to think? I'm on my period. <laughs> I don't know, Bob. You're kind of moody. Our dad Maybe was a, you're pms Our dad was a big guy. Nobody was going to start shit with him. But uh-huh. anyway, um, and so we, so just keep that in mind as we give you our, our, our best of from my mama said. So Andrea was told this. Mm. So give the backstory first and then I'll give the phrase that your chapo said. Okay. So when I was about 17 years old, I was already dating Dave. Fucking Dave. Fucking Dave. So we've been together since Jesus was a boy. Oh my gosh. Poor Jesus. <laughs> Don't reference him like that. What did I say wrong? I just didn't like it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. 
can't breathe. I need, I need a second. Of all the freaking things we've talked about, me giving an exaggerated reference that we've been together since Jesus was a boy. Would Moses suit you better since Moses was a boy? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I don't like messing with the JC. I'm not messing with I just don't like it. Oh, you are the epitome <laughs> of a hypocrite. Of stupid. Or his oh. mama. Don't bring his mama into oh, it either. Oh my God, I can't. I. This is what you give me to work with? You get what you get. I need the real talent to come in now. You treat me like a second class citizen. Anyway, so we've been together a really long <laughs> We've been together since Moses. A really long time. And uh, so on this particular day, it was like a sum- a Saturday summer morning. And uh, everyone's asleep. Dave had to go to work. Um, and back then we didn't have cell phones. We had pagers. So he calls the house and Moses he says... <laughs> Oh my God, don't say that. God's in the burning bush. <laughs> anyway. That didn't work. So. Not gonna shame me. Jesus didn't work either, so I'm fine. Jesus worked his whole life <laughs> to save us. And that's what you say. That's why the ghosts wait for you at the foot of your bed. Oh my God, you're so <laughs> stupid. Thank you. Anyway, um. So he just calls the house and he just says, uh, hey, I'm going to drive up, run Pager out to me. I'm just going to take it really quickly and go to work. Okay. So we had to go tell our mother every time we we're going to open our front door because it chimed. It had like a little alert. Even if it didn't chime, Chapo could smell that shit. <laughs> I smell movement. And I she- smell and we, had, and we had dogs that were just as nosy as and our neighbors. Vicious. Well, not to us, but our dogs would like follow. They like, they yeah, like, like, like as soon as they would have heard his truck, right, they would have been barking. barking and everything. Right. So it was like, hey, mom, you know, this is what's happening. I'm running out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know, here comes Dave. I run out, <laughs> give him his pager. And um, I come back in the house and my mom's waiting for me. She's standing there with her arms crossed and she's wearing her little duster. Right. It's like a thin, not quite a robe, not quite an apron. I'm not a girl. Is it a girl? A woman. A Muppet. A Muppet. Not thinking of the Muppet one. It's not even me today. It's you. I'm just trying to get you in a good mood because you're moody. It's you. You're my problem. I'm going to do this. Fine. I don't care. Where's the cereal box? I'm going to put it between us and block us. Asshole. When we were kids, and you like want to piss off the other sibling, and you grab the cereal box and put it in front of you, and then you try to move it. I was reading that, or you make it seem like it was interesting. You're like, ha ha. All it is is artificial cornstarch syrup dye number three. Anyway, so um, she's waiting for me, and she looks pissed, and I'm like, hi. She's like, you went out like that. And my first thought was, oh, shit. I didn't put any shorts on. Slota. Typical. <laughs> typical slota. Because sometimes I just sleep in like a big t-shirt. But no, I had on like my comfy t-shirt and like shorts. And I'm like looking down. I'm like, well, yeah, like that, she says. 
And again, and I'm like, like, huh? And then she says, are you wearing a bra? That's the line, folks. Right there. I grab my <laughs> mosquito bites. Less than impressive chest. And I'm like, um, no. And she says, you mean to tell me you went outside like that without a bra? Are you having relations with this boy? You're in a relationship? Relations? Like Your cousins? Are you and Dave kissing cousins? Are, relate, I'm not related to him. Are you in a relationship? I don't understand. Relations. Relations means sex. So, in our mother's mind, in Chapo's mind, if I ran outside with a t-shirt and shorts on and no bra on, it was too... What did you say? It was too over-familiar. Yeah, it's too familiar. No petty fingers. No petty fingers. Heavy petting. I had no heavy petting, which I never got either. I didn't... I'm like... <laughs> don't pet the dog rough. So that one has stayed with me forever and ever so and ever. The word relations is never, ever mentioned without Andrew going, ah! I mean, it's trigger. It's a trigger. Hey, that's what happens. Oh. So... Uh, we always had friends, boys, girls, whatever. And the house phone was always ringing. Too many damn kids in the house. Right. And, you know, if Andrew's friend called, hey, can I talk to Andrew? Is Andrew home? Oh, she's at the store. Okay, cool, whatever. So one day, the phone rings. Little old innocent Nikki answers it. And it's one of Andrew's guy friends. And he's, you know, looking for her. And I said, oh, she's in the shower. He's like, okay, cool. Have her call me back. Okay, bye. Hang up. I turn around, and there's that mountain of a father of ours giving me this look. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, just looking at me. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, what did you just tell them? I said, she's in the shower. And he says, don't say your sister's in the shower. We don't need these assholes picturing her naked. Every guy was an asshole. Right, every guy. You could have been the nicest boy ever. But every guy that called our house was an asshole. And I, and then I still stayed there like, huh? huh? What? Not getting it, right? Like, she's in the shower. Because in our father's mind, if a boy heard that I was in the shower, all of a sudden he was going to go into the corner and jack off thinking about me being naked. in the shower. It's like, you think a boy in high school needs to hear that I'm in the shower? Yeah. For an excuse to jack off. A boy in high school needs to see a cotton ball and go, oh, fluffy white. <laughs> the wind needs to blow. Yeah. And a boy's like, oh, wait. Yeah. Adjust. Ugh. Suck. <laughs> so it. So then after that, it was like, oh, I'm not allowed to say she's in the shower. Craziness. So on top of having Chapo and Bob as parents, we had a neighbor. The nosiest lady ever. They were from she, Oklahoma. She was a neighborhood watch captain. She was. There were meetings at her house. I know. Do you remember those meetings? Yes. Crazy, right? So she was to the left of us. And our our house was situated in a way that it was two homes on one property. So my grandparents lived in the, the smaller house off the street. And then it was a larger property. And then our house to the back. Um, so that my grandparents could live close to their daughter. Which is chapel. So in that sense, it was fun because our grandparents were so sweet and they were there like all the time. 
But our neighbor was always on the lookout for everything. Everything. And anything. And she wouldn't hesitate to pick up the phone to call my mom and dad or yell over the fence. So, yeah, because if let's say they didn't answer the phone for some reason. She would go walk all the way to the back of the property. Get to the fence and start yelling, Sissy! Over and over until my mom heard or the dogs were barking that she wanted to go see what the dogs were barking about. And then the neighbor was there. And she'd give so, the report. as we get into high school, well, first of all, I never made out with anybody in the driveway. No. Only the boys. Or even off the street. There was one guy that I made out with a little bit. And that wasn't even crazy. There was no heavy petting. I hate that. It's a petting zoo. I hate that word. It just is so annoying. Anyway, but nothing like, right, like our like our brothers did. Right. Different rules for boys Always. than girls. So. Um, Not this co-op. So. <laughs> Chapel had an inkling that stuff was happening because the dogs would start to kind of bark. And then the neighbor would call the house. These boys is in the driveway and that truck is a rocking. Okay. So what's the first thing? So the first, the first line of defense is the floodlights that were over the garage. She would. And they were so bright. They were blinding. So you knew. Like, oh, crap. Mom knows I'm in the driveway. Yeah. Did that stop anything? No. no. Sometimes it did. But sometimes they didn't notice. Right. The next thing that would happen is we had the mom. I have friends who had parents that knew stuff was going on and would wait. Until it was over. Until everyone was gone. And then they would tear into their kids. Well, maybe if she caught it beforehand, then there's no pregnancy. Not Chapo. <laughs> Chapo was like, on the window. Of the car. Of the car. Can you imagine? You're like in a full-blown makeout session. Or more. Or more. I think it was mostly just making out. I think that's all that it was. But Chapel is like, I would be mortified. I would never go back to that house. No. Ever. Never. So that was, so then after that would happen, ever, you know, get in the house or whatever. So if we ever, let's just say we had, we love to do bonfires and stuff like that. So somehow, like, big blankets and stuff, they're always, like, in the back of the car. And she would, you know, bring me those blankets so I could do laundry. Or or even just, she did everyone's laundry, right? And sometimes she would question the boys, like, hey, are you da-da-da with so-and-so? Right, right. And then the line was always, don't forget who does your laundry. And I remember being like, what? It took me, that's another one. When I was little. Yeah, when I was, I'm like, so she does the laundry. Well, mind you, when when the boys were getting those those talks, I was too, because we're the same age bracket. But when I first heard it, she actually was saying it to all of us because like it was like Friday night. I'm going to my girlfriend's house and my brothers are going out with this girl or they're out with their friends or whatever. And it was this like lecture, like you better behave. Don't forget who does your laundry. And I'm like. I don't understand. I, I'm over here watching Steve Urkel trying to enjoy my Friday night. And I'm like, what's the secret about the laundry? <laughs> now I'm like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's some crazy, crazy choppiness right there. It was just <laughs> so wrong. Um, Nikki gets, Nikki's the only one in the history of all of us that has ever gotten 
this line from Chapel. So it came up. She said it maybe a couple times she said it. But the first time I'm joking around with Zach and we're kind of like bantering back and forth. And Chapel gets like dead serious. And she looks at me and says, don't deny your husband because he'll look for it somewhere else. Zach will always kind of exit stage right, like, bye. But now, when he wants to, he'll be like, remember what your mother said. Don't deny your husband because he'll get it somewhere else. You're like, bitch, bye. I'm a bye, Felicia. I can go get it somewhere else, too. It's a two-way street, homie. So um, whenever it's like the daughters and the son-in-laws together, our husbands, I gotta say, um, our 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 brother-in-law is probably the eager honor of Chapo the most of of right, anyone. Right. Um, he loves to get her riled up and on his side. Right. Which isn't hard to do. No. Because she'll always side with she her ain't son. She got no loyalty towards the uteruses no, no, of the no. world. No loyalty to the gender at all. Um, but. That's when she's really like at her prime when it's her daughters and her son-in-laws. And she always plays like the advocate of the son, the son-in-laws. The poor son-in-laws. Right. Mm-mm. Fuck all the son-in-laws. No. no. <laughs> um, this one is, 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 <laughs> this one's gold. Right. So if our brother, our younger brother was in the shower and if she felt that he was taking too long. And honestly, it was all the boys. If they were in the shower That's too long. That's true. All mm-hmm. of them. And she would say, your brother's been in the shower too long. He's playing with his wiener. <laughs> go knock on the go door. Go knock on the door. So you got to go knock on the door. Mom said, hurry up. You're playing with your wiener. <laughs> and then they were pissed. Because one, if they were playing with their wiener, she's, it got interrupted by their stupid screwed, sisters. She screwed that shit up for them. And I mean... Any boy deserves time. That's where they should be doing it. If I ever had a son, I'd be like, do that shit in the shower so it can get washed down. Wash my grandchildren down the drain. I'll I'll even go this far with my boys. I'll go this far as to say, hey, do what you're going to do in the shower, but don't let that shower run longer than 20 minutes. Because at your age, that shit happens fast. Right. And then they'd be pissed because if that wasn't the case, they're like, oh my God, sometimes you're just in the shower. I was telling Andrew, I could picture Mikey like making soap bubbles and blowing them. Oh shit. I used to get the shampoo and conditioner and mix them to see if the chemicals would make a bomb. What the fuck do I know? I'm a little kid. (laughs) Just because they were showering long doesn't mean they were playing with their wiener. And you know what? When your mother hears this, she's going to be like, that's why the shampoo and conditioner went out so much. Because you were wasting it. That's why the shower floor is slippery. That's why this. You know, I know that this is not specific to Mexican mothers. I know for a fact. There's other that There are out other there. mothers out there who have done this. Other to mothers. Their other mothers. Um, one of my favorites. It's kind of cute, actually. So, um, <laughs> Chapo has come... A long way in terms of we um, know like in their generation people weren't out and right, if they were and, out they were completely ostracized right in terms of like you know the lgbtq community but chapo got children that are advocates and so now chapo's become kind of woke right with the whole thing however if ever she sees a really great looking guy 
actor, person, right, that we know or whatever. She was very upset about Ricky Martin. Yes. <laughs> She'll go, what? He's gay? But he's so good looking. <laughs> and we're like, what? What does that have to do with the price of eggs? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> with the price of eggs? His levels. That's his saying. <laughs> it just was so perfect. Um, because in her mind, it's like, what a tragedy. Mm. Oh, Nikki. Nikki, Nikki. I didn't Don't even. Don't me because you butcher the language. <laughs> Get off the cuff. I'm having a hard time today. Um, she's thinking what a travesty in for other women that this beautiful man <laughs> Is not for you. It's for another man. And we always laugh. I'm like, Mom, it doesn't matter. Like, all gay men should be like one-eyed, ugly creepers or something. <laughs> like, she's always just like, no, I'm just saying. But he's so cute. <laughs> he can make such cute babies. Then you go in that conversation. Mom, oh. they have babies too. What? How? <laughs> not anymore. Now, like I said, she's more woke. But when that stuff first started coming out, that we was pretty funny. We were actually today... Um, because wifey wasn't working, but she stopped in to see me. Your wifey, your my, work wifey. Yeah, my work mm-hmm. wife. And she's telling our boss, yeah, Nikki's mom calls me the taco lady. <laughs> because mom owes her tacos, like, to cook. But she thought, because mom knows that she's lesbian, that she likes tacos. So she thinks mom's calling her the taco lady because she, she's a lesbian. she thought because she's a lesbian. And I was like, that'd be brilliant though. But now mom says it on purpose because mom's like, oh yeah, the taco lady. <laughs> oh, and she yes. loves it because she's like, Chapo call me the taco lady. Chapo thought you were a taco lady for a long time. Yeah, Mikey still tell her that she'd get mad. <laughs> um... Another one, and and we're another dealing one. another one. There's our DJ Callie. Um, so we we've talked about this before. We have allergies right now because we're recording while the sun's up. So we don't have allergies right now. We either. don't have allergies. You said we have allergies right now because we're recording. No, you dumbass. So I, you didn't let me finish my thought. That's so okay. let everybody hear the true you. So um. The abuse. We deal deal with allergies, right? And we didn't always have them. It wasn't until we moved to Arizona. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, So many times, and I think we're all allergic to different things, but sometimes, (laughs) sometimes everyone's allergies are acting up at the same time. And the feelings, if you suffer from them, you know that it can make you feel sick, but you know you're not sick. You know when your allergies are flaring, right? So Chapo is always like, oh, here we go, another one with the allergies. <laughs> you all have allergies. And How she come said the allergies? allergies. How come now everybody has allergies? It's like because everybody has allergies. And so Chapo can wake up some mornings and she's like, oh, I'm so stuffy. I have a headache. I have a cold. And we say, Mom, no, you have allergies. And she gets so pissed off at us. <laughs> but then 12 o'clock hits. And no more stuffy nose. The cold disappears. It's a miracle. Poof. She offered it up. <laughs> and we're like, that was your allergies. But she still gets very, that's her trigger, is allergies. Speaking of triggers, I'm triggered. what I do? Not by you, fool. Well, I'm just pointing, pointing at you, Bob. Because you reminded me. I remind you of your trigger? Oh, uh, because I'm a hoover? 
Speaking of triggers, um, so the I don't know. Last week, I think, um, my son went to vacuum. Like that's his chore that he has. Because vacuuming is not only a girl's job. That's right. Boys are going to learn how to vacuum, and the girls are going to learn how to work in the yard. Because damn it, they're going to switch. But anyway, and um, my husband noticed that when the vacuum came out, <laughs> I guess I had been talking and laughing and happy, and then my son Which just is wanting sober. My son just wanting to get his chore over with just went and grabbed the vacuum cleaner to start. And my husband's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? I'm just moving stuff for him so he can vacuum. And he's like, no, all of a sudden you just got really like serious. Like you look pissed. And I'm like, I don't know. It's probably the vacuum cleaner. I am triggered by the sound of the vacuum. Why is that? Because. Tell me. I am Dr. Vondry. Lay on the couch. <laughs> I will not. Because you're going to take advantage of me and my cupcake. Um, Does it have frosting? It, sometimes. With sprinkles? With glaze. Oh. Um, so, uh, our Chapo's a clean freak. Like, she cleans for fun. And we had a, a very strict cleaning schedule growing up. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays were the cleaning days. Um, and... Sometimes, like if you wanted to go out, say on Saturday, and you didn't want to clean on that day, you could finagle a deal and clean on Friday so you didn't have to clean on Saturday. Except, what would happen sometimes, Nikki? Sometimes you would clean and then you still couldn't go out. Or not only would you clean on Friday, you also then had you to clean still on, had to clean on Saturday. Saturday. Because then it was, well, you know, Saturday is the cleaning day. Yeah. Or, oh, girl. or you didn't do a good enough job. You half-assed it. Yeah. We you got didn't that one. move the couch. Yeah. You didn't get the gold ugly-ass table thing cleaned with a sock on your hand. So. That's what you use the sock for. <laughs> You're not letting go of the sock. No. Um. Anyway, so we were cleaning all the time. It is what it felt like. And I'm not talking like light cleaning. Like it was a regular event to spray down the chandelier. Oh. We had this big crystal chandelier and you had to so like spray ugly. it down. I liked it, but it's I just. I didn't like it. It's just, it was a lot of work. It wasn't our style. It was like an adult style. And for that era, it was as it should be. And the chandelier was in the room we weren't allowed to sit in. <laughs> yeah, the room where children weren't allowed. But um, so. The vacuum is probably part of the darker moments of my youth because it was all the time. The vacuum. The vacuum. Everything was the vacuum. So to this day, when I hear that vacuum, even when it's like time to clean, I'm just pissed off. So you know what's funny is the kids sitting here is talking about the cleaning and the vacuum. Right. right? Last night when we were falling asleep, I don't know what brought it on, but your niece is like, you know, Nana cleans every morning. As soon as she wakes up, like, I guess mom has a little cleaning routine in her room. And when she's, she just cleans too much for me. So Chapo's not here right now. She actually escaped to uh, California for a few weeks with our brother, who also lives a hermit lifestyle like we do. Right. Um, to go and, um, and isolate over there, especially because Arizona's numbers were starting to, like, have an uptick. So our brother came and and got his mama and and took and her back to Cali. <laughs> so Nikki, um, that's why Nikki's been spending the night here, not all the time because she does have a I've home and a husband. Twice. Yeah, she's only done it twice. 
And um, it's on podcasting. It's, yeah, and, and it's just for convenience because we can work late and our daughters have each other to, to entertain each to other. To keep each other, you know, um, sister cousins at their finest. And I have my sister husband. Right so, here. So Nikki's been staying here. So we know, you know, our Chapo is particular. So particular. And that's probably why Antonia is like, hey, she has a, she's letting you know, yeah. like, Nana has a cleaning schedule, um, and you best adhere to it. That's probably when we're done. We gotta go strip the bed. Oh yeah, I have to get every. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get everything ready because she's about to return and on then, Thursday. And then you know, in the movies, they put on that white cotton glove and they like finger test. That's what she's gonna go do to her room. Oh yeah, she's gonna check and make sure everything is just nothing's missing. So... The wrong hair color or length is in there. <laughs> like you have never met a mother that was so. Sus- Sometimes she's so suspicious that she makes me think I did things I didn't do. I know. Like wait a minute. Did I misplace the necklace? Maybe I did kill JFK even though I wasn't born. (laughs) I came from the future back to the past, killed JFK, and went back. How did I do it? I must have done it. I mean, that's like power of persuasion. You know, had she been allowed to, she could have been a dictator in She is. She rules over this. That's why she's country of a family. Chapel. Yeah, legit. I remember her seventieth, oh. and um, our uncle's wife, so our aunt, had been like, "Where do you guys get Chapo from? Why do you call her Chapo?" Yeah. I'm like, "Because she's a dictator. We do all her bidding for her. <laughs> she rules everything." Yeah, she's our mama. But Chapo. I mean, and we have Stockholm syndrome because we love our captor. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, damn, they lived a torturous life. And no, yet. <laughs> no. I mean, it's 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 comical because and in talking to other friends who were raised and like there were a lot of rules to keep us out of trouble because six kids. I mean, I've got three and I'm on, I'm already doing the they're going to have their own shit. My mama said episodes when they get older. My thing with the kids is when they say they're sorry, I'll say, don't tell me you're sorry. Show me you're sorry. I always feel so bad for them when you say that. Why? Because they're so defeated. No. Words without action mean nothing. I'm not going to wait until they're teenagers to tell them that. They're going to start learning now. I know. I still feel bad for them. Just like you always feel bad for your friend of me every time she gets in trouble. No, I don't feel bad for her. You always look at me and go, you give like something to them. It's something that you'll do. But when she gets in trouble, she usually deserves it. I, um, I almost never feel bad for any of the nieces or nephews when they're in trouble. Even... Even George. <laughs> we have like the cutest nephews ever. And we call them by names that aren't their names because we're that obsessed with them. But they're so freaking cute. So freaking cute. Like when, when our brother yells at one of the two, I'm like, stop it. Leave them alone. But our own children are like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Hide them behind us and shit. <laughs> so, I mean, we were just thinking. And the reason all of this came up to begin with is because... Not oh, yeah. only are we still suffering from the Winchester effect. And then we got Chapel Stockholm Syndrome. We're dealing with Chapelgate from the porn thing. Yeah. Because we're trying to put together a different podcast. We've talked about this before. There's another one that we're trying to develop, and it is going to get kind of sexual, not with each other. Why? Give the people what they want. <laughs> no. I see you looking at me with your bedroom eyes. That's gross. We need to finalize this <laughs> sister marriage. Oh, my throat literally just got dry. 
I'm going to throw tiny. <laughs> stop. Sensitive. Stop. Delicate. I'll talk about heavy mattresses again. Throw passages. I don't give a fuck anymore. You don't? I don't care. Go ahead. Think about it. I don't care. When you go in your bed I lift it up. And skin. All right. Okay. They're going to be crawling all over you. I'm going to show weakness to my enemies. <laughs> um, we're trying to put together this podcast. But we maybe keep, now we've just talked it up too much and it's just going to be a... I know, it's going to be a flop. And you know what? That might have been her plan all along. Maybe the problem is the flop. We should talk about the flop. What's the flop? The guys that can't get it up. No. <laughs> now it's a flop. So anyway, so in, in talking about that, like how she's in our heads and Nikki's just like, has she texted about, about this or that? And, and now she's just in there. And so... We started talking about the shit that our parents would say, and that was the birth of my mama said. My mama said. My mama said this podcast <laughs> sucks. My mama said you the devil. Stop talking about the devil. That's your son, eh? <laughs> That's not me. Anyway, I'm calling this one. I'm throwing in the towel. I quit. Good. Thought I wore you down. <laughs> no, you didn't. But I can't imagine when I make this marriage. I can't imagine why you'd want to, but I feel like Eeyore right now. If you'd like to hear But maybe they got some more fucked up my mama said shit than we got. I can't imagine anything's more than don't forget who does your laundry. (laughs) Stop masturbating in the shower. Oh And there wasn't the word masturbate. Start with this wiener. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you imagine? I would have been totally screwed if I would have heard mom use the word masturbate. I heard dad playing with word. his playing with his wiener is funnier. So is it Oscar Mayer or Kosher? Um, remind me to tell you of a comic that my son did. I saw it. You he saw told it. Me. This so funny. My I have to tell this one. My eight year old is you know we've talked about he's a little artist and he's constantly making comic strips. Um, and he did one. It was two characters talking, and it's like. I have a challenge for you, and if you fail, you have to eat a wiener. And I was like, when I read it, I was like, what the fuck? Don't blame me for this shit. You get all the way to the last comic strip, and it's the character sitting down eating a hot dog. You're about to blame me. I do blame you. I blame you and Mikey. Anyway, if you want to hear more about this super toxic topic head over <laughs> to instagram or facebook at suburban hood moms or you can find us on twitter at diary moms and just go ahead and leave a comment under this podcast thread. i would like to say to our canadian friend if we don't hear anything i'm gonna be very sad she's the best she is the best we have some fantastic fans out there i don't even know i, I don't want to say fans that sounds like it's too um kanye yeah it sounds very like self they're friends yeah in our group therapy. In our group therapy. Yes. Also, if there's a topic that you want to hear us talk about, slide into our DMs and let us know. And don't forget to like, share, follow, and comment. That follow is important. Whatever um, platform you're listening to us on, be it um, iTunes or Spotify, don't forget to subscribe to it. So that's all for this week. Vaya con Dios, stay safe, and take your vitamins like a good little Hulkamaniac. Now get the fuck out. Peace.